Welcome to This Week in Metropolis. I'm James. And we are live. In this episode, we're going to be talking about piracy. Is it good? Is it bad? Should we be doing it? Should we be doing it? We're also going to be hearing from Question Mark, who's asked us a very interesting question about the GTA series. And just to finish up, we'll be talking about actors who think they, they're not good enough just being actors. They can do other stuff as well. So, yeah, watch out for that. Yeah, and before we get into that, make sure you like and subscribe to our channel. We are live tonight on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We want all the followers we get. Just, just follow us. You might as well while you're here. Um, and make sure you check us out on all the socials. We will have a ticker at the bottom, which will have all of them on display shortly. But before we get into that, let's just see this. We are live, Matt. Live. This, this is very, very exciting. It's mad. It's mad. It's um, can't can't believe it's like we're reinventing the wheel for us. Um, mm. Look at look at all this. Look at it all. If if you look. are watching, you can see all the places you can find us on social media. Make sure. I mean, if you're watching it, then you obviously know about it anyway. But tell your friends. The, the interesting thing this week as well, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify a little bit later or other streaming platforms, you won't be able to take advantage of it. But if you're listening to it or watching it live, you can actually talk to us, um, which is really cool in the comments section. So keep an eye out for that. We will be doing this um, on a regular basis. So, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've actually already had a comment come in, actually. I just want to um, pop that up so you can all see. It's come from Steve at SCW. Um, hi, guys. Hope you both keep them well. Awesome that This Week in Metropolis is live. Got to say, I'm loving the fastest growing song. I am Matt Healy. Can't wait for the acoustic version. The well, acoustic Steve, version. Wow. It's so funny that you mentioned the acoustic version because I've got this little baby here. No, I haven't worked on it yet. But one day there might but be. That is a great idea. Virgin. imagine that imagine that yeah. um thanks steve thanks for uh joining us um how you been matt good good i'm drinking a beer this evening um for a change Cheers. Um, as we often do which i was quite excited for this this evening it's by two tribes and i don't think you can uh possibly see this but it was as closest i could get to our name as possible it's called Metroland, Metroland which I nice. thought was quite a nice touch, wasn't it? It's uh, not quite this week in Metropolis beer, which would be even better. But it's a, it's a close second, isn't it? I mean, one day we might have our own alcoholic beverage named after us. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough few days for me. I won't lie for the listeners. Um, the household has come down with COVID. And when I say the household, I actually just mean my youngest not been great um she's very clingy um but hey but she's okay otherwise isn't she she's okay yeah she's okay that's uh, just just so everyone knows she is okay we've all tested as well and we're all fine so guide for her um but other than that i mean been you watched any films or anything matt just recently um most recently 
I would say I've been trying to delve into films that I haven't seen before that I really mm. should have done. And I, I'm always mm. mocked for this. I know you've always mocked me for this. And you'll say, oh, have you seen this Lion film? Number... The what? Lion King. Lion King. See, I've seen the remake now, but I've never <laughs> seen the original. But hey, never mind that. But The Big Lebowski was probably the most recent one um, that, that I saw, which is an amazing film. But yeah, it's fantastic. Nice, nice. I watched A Quiet Place 2. Um, for anyone who follows us on the socials, you would have seen I posted a review of that um, the other day. Very good, very good film. Solid. I enjoyed it. I, it was surprising because I think I mentioned in my post that the uh, first one was actually given quite a harsh critique mm. i felt i felt um so yeah that was um that was weird um but yeah really enjoyed the second one john krasinski who is known for being jim in the office um he was the director um starred in both but only briefly in the second but if um you get a chance check them out they are really good um we've had another comment come in um a good friend of ours from our comic book quiz Chris from Off My Shelves, go and check out his show. It's very good. Um, hi, hope your daughter has an easy time of it and gets well soon. Thank you very much, Chris. Much appreciated. Um, <clears throat> we're going to so, kick off today, Matt. Yeah, I was just going to say, what, what are we kicking off? Well, this stems from a little bit of controversy that, that's happened in the gaming world in the last uh, couple of days. And where, where it started was Kotaku, a well-known gaming blog and... Um, PC game, I think the, the other publication was, put out an article about Metroid Dread, which is a brand new game. It only came out on the 8th, and it came. it's a Switch game, a continuation mm-hmm. of the Metroid series. However, what they said in their article, which was the problem which a lot of people found with it, was that they were sharing that there was an emulator available on the PC that was capable of playing that game the day after it came out. So, you know, most people would assume or relate emulators to playing Super Mario 2 or something like that. But this was... Retro classics. Retro classics that you can't necessarily get or aren't frequently available. But this was really a sort of a, a watershed moment in the fact that the game had come out a day before and already... If you knew how and if you knew where to go about it, that was available to you, which was quite um, quite a big thing. Their intention, I don't think, was necessarily to advertise um, piracy as such, but it, it raises a lot of interesting questions about this thing now, really, in that we've mm-hmm. now reached a point where PCs and games consoles are very much on a on an even sort of you know sort of setting and they're more than capable now of emulating it. The issue that they had particularly with this thing, or the issue that certainly people that were commenting on this particular post had was that you can play Metroid Dread on your PC in 4K, whereas if you've got a Switch, you can only get it at 720p. I think it's 900p at the highest. So you can actually pirate a game better than it originally than it is now on the, the console of my choice. So, yeah. And and what's do you know if anything's come up 
with the the people that kind of leaked it Raku, what was it what are they called sorry kotaku is the... oh rotaku that's it yeah kotaku oh that one yeah yeah k-o-t-a-k-u yeah that... um, what so what's happened with them then well it's a the thing is that that, that publication has apologized and said look we didn't mean um for it to be an advertisement of piracy but the thing is in the article and i'm not going to mention that bombay's check out the website check out the articles if you want it like i said it was pc game as well they actually said on there clearly the two emulators that you can find and that you can get and you can do to you know use to to do this thing and it's not as straightforward as just downloading it and you can get it easily. You do have to um, have a switch. You do have to take certain files off the switch and use those to then play the games. So it's a little bit more complicated. It's not necessarily something you would, you just press a button and do. But it's still possible. And the fact that they were leading people directly to the path of, but this is how you do it, guys. <laughs> get on That's it. Mad. Almost. Exactly, it's crazy. It's, it's, they should have known better, I think, with that. But what do you think in terms of, you know, do you think, what, what's the, I guess it's more of a moral issue than anything else, isn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the same with any sort of piracy. It's um, it's one of them things that's too easy to do. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, I'm, I'm no expert, but I know how to pirate a, a film or a game and, it, it's really not that difficult. I think the issue is that there's blurred lines between what's acceptable and what's not. Um, you know, it's the, the the problem is that if there's the opportunity there to do it, people will do it. I've had a scenario recently, so in it, from a gaming perspective as well, with FIFA, for example. I always tend to look around, see who's doing the deals, and you know there might be a cheaper version of it here. And I think FIFA uh, twenty one. I think I got um, as a code, and it was on offer, and it, it was legit. It wasn't stolen from anyone or anything like that. And I was looking around for deals for FIFA twenty two, and I found one. And I thought this can't be right, and it said it was like thirty five quid or thirty six quid. And I thought I'm on that. Which retail and, is what, what, 60, 70? Uh, 60, 70 quid, it? yeah, something like that. And um, so so I started going down the, the road of ordering it via this site. And it was a, a the way I looked at it, it was a, a CD key code or whatever you, they call it. And um, yeah, went down the road of doing that. And then all of a sudden, I think I paid, paid the money up front. I had to set up an account on this site. I can't remember the name of it. And then... Um, all of a sudden, I'm speaking to someone, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, the game will be on an account that you'll need to log into, download the game, and then delete the information, and then go back onto your account." And I was like, "Something, you know, where <laughs> my spider senses in the background are like yeah. something isn't right here." James Tingles, um, we're, we're going, yeah, off. yeah, my James Tingles, yeah, that's right, and um, yeah, so I went back to this person. I was like, mm, "I'm sorry, I." I not sure about this can let's just cancel you haven't done anything oh but i'm processing it i I was like no i'm still not sure about this oh well it'll have to be raised and all this and i just said look i haven't received anything i've given you money for something that you haven't given me so i can't be claimed to have taken it and then now i want my money back and eventually we got to the end of it and i ended up paying 70 quid for it on playstation store because i felt like Mm. it was the right thing to do 
However, there are people that, I mean, we spoke about it afterwards and you said there there is this thing that people do where they'll steal it from someone's mm. PlayStation or Xbox account and then sell it on someone else. I was reading recently that there's um, a piece of software, I think it's called something like, uh, I'm sure it's called Bloody Stealer is the, the name of this piece of software. So it's, it's quite literal in terms of what it is. And um, you can... It, I'm sure it's like a freely available piece of thing, as a lot of these hacking tools are. And what it does is just searches through all of the... Like, free, we, we have emails occasionally where it will say, your password has been leaked, wherever it may be. And and if that's the case, it goes through all those lists and just tries out if you've got a Steam account, if you've got an Epic account, if you've got an Origin account or whatever. It just plows through all of those and tests your email address and password on all of those things. And because so many people use the same password for lots of things, they get hold of those accounts. So they can then sell accounts with you. Know, and you, you have to think it's not just, even with things like FIFA, you have all of like the in-game currency and all of the add-ons yeah. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. If they, they get hold of that, that's that's all got real-world value to it. And I know, I know certainly with like Fortnite and games like that, an account with certain skins or an account with certain, you know, items and that in it is, is very valuable and it is, is quite a big business, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, on the, on the same site, I remember seeing that they were selling FIFA points. And again, I mm-hmm. assume that's purely taken from someone's account after from? we spoke exactly. afterwards. Where, where is it coming from? Because they're selling them so cheap yeah. as well. So there's a lot Indeed. of things around that. But you say about that sharing of you know stealing data and sharing it elsewhere and reaping the rewards from it we were talking earlier today about um the same thing going around with like your your details of what you see online um so and we talked about this with um with robbie recently on out of the blank if you get a chance go and check out out of the blank we'll be on an up and coming episode possibly this week i believe Mm. um but we were talking about how you can literally be having a conversation about a product of some sort. We could be talking about FIFA and all of a sudden, I mean, it would probably be down to my search history, but we could be doing um, a feature on that. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing it in my advertising online. And I saw something, a guy was on Dragon's Den talking about this and how our data is just distributed everywhere and, and sold off. So they'll make a digital footprint of, you as a person and what your interests are and then that gets sold off to someone they make money from that now what this guy had come on to do was he'd set up a company called generate and it's a browser where you have the choice to either be completely private and your information doesn't get shared or you can choose the reward scheme where it is shared but only to selected um avenues companies of of your interest isn't it yeah exactly so i set up a profile today and selected my interests and might be football and gaming and uh, pop culture or whatever and now my advertising will be but you get points so every time your information is shared you get points and then you can use them points for redeeming either vouchers or um, products or even and this was like to pull on the heartstrings even you can give that to charity that's just like this it just makes sense and it feels idea, like it, it feels like it's a movement more than just a something yeah. to try and lure you in it's like a 
a big privacy thing that people aren't even aware of. And he was even explaining to one of the dragons about, they said, oh, so is this to do with like cookies? And even me, like, you know, anytime you go on a website and it says, accept all cookies, I'm just like, yeah, just get on with it. And he said, if that was reworded to what it should actually say, which is accept all trackers, Mm. would you do it? And I even asked, I asked my mum this earlier and she said, well, no. And I was like, well, that's what you're doing. Mm. Um, and people aren't educated enough. And me me as well, you know, I'm just quite ignorant, just crack on, mate. But now, if you can, I mean, it's, again, it's entirely up to you, but um, you can you can add your own way of going forward if, if that's what you want to mm. do. And it's all for a browser. I mean, I'm using it now. So, you know, I could be absolutely raking it in right now. I think it's a very important thing, and it's something that um, I I touched upon when we spoke to Robbie in that episode. But Mm. I think everyone really should know how things work. And and our our world is so software-led, and it's important that you know what these things do, and you know Mm. how they operate, and you know why something is asking you that question. You know, it's, it's not... It's not saying, oh, can you press this button just so you can come in the website for your good at all. It's, you know, it's for their good as well. Facebook watches what you do, whether you're on their their website or not. It is, you know, because of cookies and and things. Yeah. And Um, ironically, it was Facebook where I saw that video. There we go. See. They're, they're watching you now. We'll never know. Watching well, speaking you. of watching us, if you are watching us, get your comments in. We'll uh, give you a shout out. Well, special one who's watching us. Yeah. Question mark himself. He is live watching us right now on YouTube. Whoop whoop. Hello to him. Hi, Mark. Um, well, actually, that's a um, good point that Mark's now joined us, Matt. Exactly. Yes. We could actually switch over to this. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on again. Um, with Rockstar releasing the old trilogy of GTA games, revamping GTA 5 and not releasing GTA 6 anytime soon, should we really support that company uh, anymore? Well, great question. Great question, Mark. Um, sh- should we? I mean, straight to it. No. Um, next question. Well, j- just to set the tone of this, what, what I yeah. did was listed, I-, I made a list before this episode of um, when the games came out, which I think is an important thing. Because as Mark said, now, Rockstar have a, a sort of, Ran with GTA 5 for God knows how long. They're creaming money off of the um, online service. Mm. But they're re-releasing three games, which are amazing games and and were great in the time. Grand Theft Auto 3, when do you think that came out? Just a quick pop quiz for you. 2007. No. 2001 is when GTA 3 came out. That was on the PS2. That that came out, so yeah, long time ago. Vice and they're remastering City. that. They're remastering that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which okay. it it was a it was a groundbreaking game when it came out, but I think it still had a lot of flaws in it. 
Yeah. Vice City. Um, any guesses? Bearing in mind it was after um, <laughs> three. <laughs> Let me just do my 1995. Best. Uh, I'll probably say two, 2010. No, 2002. <laughs> oh, I thought. Well, the thing is, there's been such a gap in between certain yeah, games that I thought it might be that it's so they must have churned them out pretty quick. So, yeah, they, they were very, very close. And I think Vice City was, uh, to me, a much better game, um, to be honest. We got some good guesses coming in um, that are all wrong. So, yeah. everyone, <laughs> the next guess, San Andreas. So, GTA San Andreas, which was miles, like, in terms of advancements of a game, it was a huge map, it was open world. You could climb, I remember. You could climb, which the other games couldn't offer. When do we think San Andreas? Well, I've said it the other two times. I'll say it again, 2010. No. Oh. <laughs> Chris, off my shelves. Bang on. 2004 is when wow. San Andreas came out. So they're yeah. really old games. And I've got, mentioned on the show before, I've got an original Xbox. All three of those games are on that original Xbox. So, you know, it's, it's very old. GTA 4. Are you giving up guessing? Should I just run through the... Um... Yeah, just, yeah, I'd run through it, mate. GTA 4... 2010? 2008 was GTA 4. GTA 5, which is the current GTA game, was 2013. Oh. So... There was a bit of a gap, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're near... It's a you know, an eight-year-old game now, and um, is their most re- relevant game um, in the so, GTA so re- series. So, so they're remaking three... Vice City and San Andreas and Five. No, five, I, think I five, thought they were doing a remaster of Five. The new consoles, hasn't it? They've been tweaked for yeah. new consoles, but yeah, um, three, three Vice City and San Andreas are in this new. I can't remember what they call it. It's some like anniversary pack or, or something like that. Oh, and the trilogy. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I done a post the other day, so I should know what it's called, but I know what you're about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the question is, so when when Mark sent us this earlier today, straight away I was like, no, because I'd much rather they focus. I loved all them games. Um, mm. didn't, didn't complete any of them. Loved all them games. Um, but I'd much rather they focused on rather than worrying about all them, and I'm sure it's not as difficult for them to do this as it would be to create a whole new story and a whole new game. But that's what people want. We're all waiting for the mm. next one, especially with it being yeah. on, you know, uh, the X series or Series X, whatever it's called, that, that big box the, thing. The, the or, best console. Or the spaceship that is PS5. Um, so, you know, we'd all want to see a 6 rather yeah. than going back over old grands because... To be fair, I mean, we've, we've talked about the whole going back over retro games now. And mm. when you when you say the years of some of them, yeah, they are retro now, technically. Really you know, they're, yeah. like, they're nearly 20 years old. Yeah, so exactly. Three is yeah, you, this year, 20 years old. If, if you were playing on, like, the classic... I mean, we talked about emulators, but emulators or classic consoles, if you had a mini whatever, PlayStation 2 yeah. or PlayStation 1, whatever... You'd want to play that version of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know. I, I don't know. Just from recent experience and on the original Xbox, I've played Vice City recently. 
and it looks old, like because it is old, it, it, it does look old and it's still got the charm and so on. Mm. But I don't know, even if it was you know rendered for a modern console, would it? Yeah, so you know, Chris has said that it's a slight graphics improvement on rebuttal buttons, nothing major, which I think is probably right. You don't want to change it too much to you know get not not being Vice City anymore, but still yeah. I remember playing San Andreas and then playing Vice City. And San Andreas was <laughs> such a big leap from Vice City, you thought, well, oh, I don't really want to play Vice City anymore. Yeah. Because San Andreas is so much better. And if San Andreas came out in 2004, that sort of you know, says it all, really. Um, yeah. And the game, you know, GTA V, let's not overlook the fact how amazing GTA V was. It's incredible. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Like the, the story, the like the cinematic cutscenes, the... Switching um, between characters, the world. You on that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, switching between characters, the actual depth of the characters... The fact I remember one instance where I was I wandered into the woods somewhere and I got killed by a mountain lion, and that completely <laughs> wound me up. It completely wound me up at the time. But how long is that? Like you're you're just hang on, hang on. Just quickly, we need Matt's rants. Matt's rants, exactly. This is Matt's rants. How amazing is that? Like I was in the middle of a mission and it completely screwed me over. But the the care that they went in that game. To add all those little bits was was absolutely incredible. So, and mm. um, um, yeah. we saw we saw the development because Rockstar obviously I can't remember what year that even was, but then they went and done Red Dead, yeah. Which for all its faults, I think people complained about the length of time it took you to get from A to B. A lot of the time, <laughs> I certainly did, especially if your horse got killed along the way. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I hated. You was in the middle yeah. of nowhere, and someone nicked your horse, and then you had That's to walk it. home. That's <laughs> it. But at least, at least you then, I think, with the follow up, we had, um, you know, you could do the the quick travel. I think um, you could do where it speeded it up a little bit. Sure. Um, but the development, we'll have to look into. Does anyone know watching what years they came out? Because it would have been after, I think it was before GTA Five, probably yeah. in between four and five. I think I, I would guess because um, Red Dead Revolver again, I've which was the first one I've got on the Xbox, the original mm. Xbox. I'd say that was probably two thousand seven or, or something like that, towards the end of life. Fit two thousand ten. Anyone? Anyone for two thousand ten? I would guess the. Um, the original Red Dead Redemption was probably about 2010. That was 360, mm. I think. Mm. Um, amazing games. But I guess that's what you have to look at with Rockstar is mm. it's it's not just, oh, GTA. It's they learned from GTA and then they incorporated bits into Red Dead Redemption and then they went back to GTA. Yeah. And it's, it's this ongoing thing. Yeah. But looking at the uh, a fan sort of Twitter account or like a community Twitter account, GTA 6 has apparently been in development since 2014. Wow. So, yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? How is that not done yet? But then it's, <laughs> um, I bet when it comes yeah, exactly. out, it's going to be massive, though. That was my side question, though. Like, hmm. seeing how great the games have been each time, what do they need to do in 6 to make it worthwhile? Like, what... They could do the equivalent to five and add a little bit more, but um, 2010 Red Dead, told you. Great guess. Um, 
Yeah. What What can I add to Grand Theft Auto Six to make it that <clears throat> yeah. next level experience? Well, before I give you my thoughts, Mark's just come in with a controversial uh, thing here. Controversially, I never enjoyed GTA V that much. I found the whole city quite empty, especially when compared to Skyrim. Skyrim for the win. Um, <laughs> and then this is brilliant. What he what he thinks could be added to six? Yep. That's right, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, the Jurassic um, Park uh, add-on that you can purchase. Yeah. And Chris has also come in, I think, with a follow-up to what could be added. L.A. Noir. Oh, no, sorry. L.A. Noir was my favourite. Had its problems, but the atmosphere and story I loved. That's Matt. a game on my list that I've always wanted to play and never got around to it. L.A. Noir. That looks amazing. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts on Matt's um, controversy? Uh, sorry, Mark's controversy. Controversy? What do you mean? Well, that he didn't like. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think you're wrong in every way, possibly. <laughs> but, um, and Mark you know. has left the uh, viewing. Um, <laughs> I love, well, I loved GTA Five so much. I, I've, I think I've, I finished Vice City. I finished four. I finished five, and I remember the, um, the adrenaline in some of the missions in five, especially in the last one where you're doing this big heist. It was it was just amazing? Like isn't it, you get. I found so engrossed in the game, so engrossed. Some of the characters I, I thought were amazing. Some of the characters I love, but equally like repulsed me. Some of the some of the missions in in that, like the the one with Trevor, where you have to torture someone, it was so unnecessary right. and so horrible. Doing it, Ugh. the little sister, mm. exactly that one as well. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I don't know whether he's saying the little... Is he saying the little oh, sister? Right. My, Sorry, I think, I don't your know little sister. We've got, uh, my we've little got sister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless you thought of something else uh, that we no, don't know I'm about. I'm thinking there was a level with the daughter of someone, I think. And yeah, that, that was quite unpleasant. But incredible game. And Skyrim, I did play. And I remember playing Skyrim for a very limited amount of time. And what I had the genius thing of doing, which I'd learned from Fable was I'd got a load of weapons or a load of something and I was going to take it somewhere else to sell it, which I always used to in Fable and it was really good because right. you could buy cheap and sell high in a richer area. But what I was that didn't realise was um, that the more you carry in Skyrim, the slower you get. So you, like uh... it's as if you're carrying something really heavy. So I remember it took me, like in real time, probably forty-five minutes to walk from wow. one place to another. Ridiculous! Amazing, amazing. Gave up after. I tell you what, while while he's here, Mark, are you supporting Rockstar with the trilogy, um, and and the remake of or the the remastered five? Because I'm intrigued to know what your thoughts are. I think the interesting thing that, that aside from the main, they should be making new games is I yeah. think it will be very interesting now, and I've read a few articles that, that touch upon it, is that the games came out in a very different time, socially mm. a very different time. And a lot That's of jokes point, yeah. or a lot of things that were acceptable then aren't necessarily socially acceptable now. So I wonder mm. how they will treat some of those bits and pieces that are in there, um, and whether those bits will be changed. And equally, in the newer games... Because, you know, even in 2013 with GTA 5, I'm sure there's, I can't remember, but I'm sure there's plenty of stuff in there that 
now where you probably wouldn't um, sort of rela relate to as such. And I know like the bit, with, like the bit with the um, the little sister, the little sister. The, well, the there was a, the bit I'm thinking of. There was a um, oh, was that in four or five where you had to interrogate? I think it was the daughter of uh, um, mm, yeah. one of the characters, and yeah, you, you had to beat them up. That that was mm. the the bit that I was thinking of. But so, things like that, you know, it's it is meant to be entertainment, but. Mm. I don't okay. know. Well, well, are they going to be socially aware <clears throat> with these things? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. That is a good point. Well, Mark has come back to us. Uh, no, I don't think. I think they're making money from old old rope. Good point. Only if it come out at a very very cheap price. Mm. If you go back to our uh, piracy uh, part, you might be able to find it on an emulator somewhere. I'll so um... it for free. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that, true. It's it's a that's a really good point. I think you know, nineteen ninety nine, like the old uh, the PlayStation used called them platinum, platinum or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. sort of pricing. That's what they need to do with this, because otherwise, yeah. if they if they think they can charge sixty quid for three old games, come on, that's that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, I don't know other than them two games many others that Rockstar actually do. Do you think they need to diversify really? a bit and go into different... Mate, one of the best games I ever did, ever, was Rockstar this is Table Tennis. This is big. Rockstar Table Tennis, right? Was an incredible game. You're going to think I'm mental. But look it up. It was only 360, I want to say. One of the best table tennis games you ever played in your life. And Rockstar and it was by Rockstar. This. Rockstar did it. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. wow. They, they did a game called Bully as well, which was meant to be fantastic. I never played that, but I think that came out remastered not that long ago. Um, but okay. I think that was on Steam or, or something like that. Um, Interesting. I used to be a huge Rockstar fan. Or Thrasher, Skate and, Skate and Destroy. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, was that Rockstar, was it? That was a very early iteration of Rockstar. Yeah, which was right. Take Two Interactive, something like that. But yeah, that that was where they started. I remember us talking about that many, many moons ago. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> my sister, my sister said, didn't they do a driving game? Yes, they did. Midnight Club, that was. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. There you go. She said, like Need for Speed type. Yeah, yeah Midnight Club. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Club. That, that was <clears throat> so they, they um, got quite a huge. Um, catalogue of games that they did. Mm. We've got another comment in from Chris from Off My Shelves. The trademark of GTA is offensive humour, so I'd be it, it'd be disastrous if they edited um, and it would be full Switch game RRP for certain. That's the thing. That mm. What was great about those games, and particularly in the, like, the radio stations and stuff, was it did it held a mirror up to society and that was the whole point of it. It was like an over exaggerated over exaggerated version of real life. Mm. Um with warts and all with all the bad stuff and, and everything. And it was sort of like pointing at it rather than it's making an example of it rather than promoting it, I guess. Yeah. But you yeah. know, it, it's how people handle that. But I think but one thing I said when we saw um I think I tweeted that I just pray that they have all of the licensing sorted with all of the, the music 
because the music was yeah. such a yeah. big part. Um, Vice in particularly, um, it was it's what made the game in, in, yeah. in a, a lot of um, ways. So hopefully, you used to have all the different sort of radio stations and all that, didn't you? It was amazing. Oh, Glaslow yeah. on the radio, incredible. Yeah, yeah, good times, good times. Well, there you go, Mark. Our answer to your question is, in fact, probably not unless they do it at an affordable price. I'd say would be the best. Mm. answer but Let, that let's is, not forget all the good things they've done and that, yeah um... exactly exactly but that was this week's so we move on to our final part of this week's show um well this is something you brought to my attention was it yesterday or was it last it week? Was, I can't even was remember that. Yesterday, now. I believe. It was yesterday. Um, so this is spare of the moment feature, guys. Um, we're gonna talk about and Matt Stumble. Go on, Matt, you tell us back. There there was two chance um <laughs> two chance encounters that I had that led me to this moment. And it's a great moment. I think you know it's it's sort of peeled back well, this thing that we never knew existed. And I'm really hyping this up, so let's let's not all be disappointed hmm. firstly i was watching the tv flicking through the channels randomly as you do and there was bruce springsteen playing the song whatever the song was not they've been a huge fan Classic. What? sorry yeah, that's controversial a, in itself he's all right but i, I don't go out and <laughs> to watch it uh, listen to his music come on listen. matt's review of bruce springsteen he's all right he's all right he, he knows what he's doing anyway Playing guitar, I said to myself in, in on the stage, I thought, hang on, that's that's someone from the Sopranos playing guitar, which completely threw me. Lo and behold, a little bit of Googling. Gentleman called Stephen Van Zant, who played Silvio in the Sopranos, was in the E Street band, which was Bruce String, Spring, Springsteen's band. So I thought, wow, that's that's crazy. Following day, looking at gigs in Norwich, as you do, Kiefer Sutherland is uh Playing a gig in Norwich. Who'd have thought so, it? so, so basically, what this done to put it in a nutshell is planted a seed in your mind of who is an actor who has had a music career that you or or I or we, the listeners and viewers didn't know about. We just didn't know about. Yeah, and the interesting thing was when I said to Keith Sutherland, so I shared this with Jane very shortly afterwards. He said, I bet Kiefer Sutherland does country music. We checked him out on Spotify. He does country music, yeah. But you in know. the recommended, sort of leading down this uh, terrible spiral of, of music, in the recommended settings was the one and only Kevin Costner, who apparently is also a country and western musician. I yeah. just add him down as he done Robin Hood, but that was Brian Robin. Adams. That was Brian Adams, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had a comment about your Bruce Springsteen review from Steve from SCW. Matt's Bruce Springsteen review. He's all right, but wouldn't make me go dancing in the dancing dark. Dancing in the dark. Classic. Go on, Maybe Steve. Love song. it. Um, Steve, not only. I do own. I was just going to say, Steve is not only uh, the guru of wrestling, but also a karaoke DJ. So um, knows all this sorts of all this sort of stuff. 
Um, I do own sorry, the Bruce Springsteen album as well, just to put that out there. His Nebraska album, top notch. <laughs> oh, it's top notch, but he's top okay. Notch. Best fit. Forget about that stuff. Yeah. Chris, Chris has come out with one for us. Um, Chesney Hawks. His acting career is little known. Yes, well, he, he was Chesney in Buddy's song, wasn't he? Ches- I've got a story about Chesney Hawks. He, yeah. well, I haven't, but my wife at her leaving prom from uni, Chesney Hawks played. Wow, that's a letdown. In, in Warwick. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Big time chairs. Um, Steve's come in. All those karaoke years weren't wasted. No, they weren't. Um, but you should know Dancing in the Dark regardless. Um, yeah. and, and my sister, the knowledge, I'm surprised she hasn't already watched this, to be fair. Is that the guy who plays Jack Barron 24? Yes, it is. Yeah, he's Keith Controversially, I've never watched 24. So, you know. Me neither. Me neither. I, I'm um, more of a uh, Lost Boys rom-com. era. Oh. <laughs> no. Rob Lost Boys. That, that's that's uh, my point of reference when it which, comes to him. Which I've only seen recently. So Exactly, but at least you've seen it. Um, but who, 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 did, who did you find down the rabbit hole, Matt? So there, there are lots of names. Quite a few old names, I'll be honest. Welcome, Phil. Um, quite a few old names. So, you know, bear with me. David Duchovny um, has a oh, um, burgeoning music career as of X-Files um, fame yeah. and um, various other things. His, yeah. was, his music was quite good. I did listen to that on Spotify and it, it was okay. Yeah. A bit rockier, less country. I like the fact that you've sampled these guys as well. Not in a oh, weird you've, way. You've uh, got to. Yeah. I have just to... <laughs> I've never to sampled David Duchovny, yeah. but I have listened yeah. to his music. Yeah. Mm. Um, the big man, the, someone who's very close to my heart, d- despite his um, somewhat questionable uh, lifestyle choices, but I love his films. Steven Seagal. Oh, no, Steven Seagal. Come, on, let's, let's, let's we're talking. Steven Seagal. But... Yeah. Well, you sent me one of his songs. Yeah. Um, so, for the um, listeners and the viewers, Matt sent me one of Steven Seagal's songs. I didn't even listen to it. No. But the cover alone, I responded to Matt and said, the cover alone made me moist. Yeah. Um, it was it was hot stuff. It, it, it's Stephen Scow, isn't it? No, Stephen Scow. But it's like prime Stephen Scow. It's not Stephen oh, yeah, Scow like not, today. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Old yeah. and bumbling. Stephen, we love you if you're uh, listening. Yeah. Um, yes. One that I forgot yeah. about, again, we're, we're going quite fairly old now. Bruce Willis had a uh, singing career. Yes. He peaked, yes. didn't he? Um, I, I read about this. Under the Broadwalk was a big song of his, I remember, when I was at, at school. Um, Don Johnson of uh, Miami Vice fame. Apparently he... Um, I'd never watched him. Yeah, we're, we're getting quite old now. Um, but someone show who's still in... Yeah, show me age, definitely. Someone who's still in the public eye now, who's a bit of a, an icon. Um, Kevin Bacon. Now he was. I, now he I, his music. God, you, you go. No, I was going to say I saw because I'd done a bit of research to see who I recognised that I didn't realise had a singing career, and I saw him in the list, and I thought, wow, what type of music would it be? That was what my big question was. I don't know, but I can tell you, <laughs> he's he's in a band called the Bacon Brothers with his uh, brother. Yeah. Amazing, he's amazing, the, exactly. And you didn't sample it. 
Uh, I have in some for Kevin Bacon, uh, unfortunately. Um, um, Mark's asked a question. Kevin Bacon, the one from the greatest film ever made. What film could that... I, I only really know him out of uh, Footloose, and I, I think that's overrated as an 80s film. Um, I can't think of him, yeah, other what than the EE adverts. EE adverts, particularly big yeah. um, fan. Yeah. Um, not sure. Um, we've got a couple of other things here. Um, Russell Crowe. Chris. Some... Russell Crowe, yeah. Chris has also said, lead singer of New York Dolls popping up in Scrooge always shocked me. I didn't realise lead singer of New York Dolls was in that. I love Scrooge as a film. I think there's a, an amazing Christmas film with Bill Murray in it. Right, okay. Um, Russell Crowe, Chris also mentions, has had a band for years. Um, my sister, Kerry, <clears throat> has said, Katie Price, don't even go there. Um, and then we've got, uh, okay, so following up from the greatest film ever, this is a reference to Starlord from the Guardians. Come on, Phil Tremors. Come on. You, you should know, if anyone's seen our show before, we don't really know much. We don't. We don't. Yeah, we, we're just, we just blagging it through every this. week. However, um, Tremors, amazing film. I haven't seen that in so long, and I really want to see it again. So that, that's and um, um, that's what <laughs> we'll be looking for tonight. Tonight, um, exactly. That, that's on my list. Yeah. However, let's bring it a little bit newer, uh, or a little bit more current. Well, I've got... Let, oh, you let me, bring you, you some, let me bring you yeah. some new ones, because they were the things that caught my eye more than anything. Yeah. So the new ones that I've got... Scarlett Johansson. Really? Scarlett Johansson, not only did she bring out her own album in 2008, that's not, I mean, it's not that, I mean, it's long, but it's not that long ago. Um, she also formed a band in 2015 called The Singles and released a song called Candy. Never knew that. I've heard Wait her sing because she is in the film Sing, isn't she? She plays one of the amazing it. film. Yeah. Animated film. Um, she's she's one of the more recent ones. Next one, Mr. Personality himself. Who am I talking about? Mr. Personality. Ryan Gosling. Oh, not um, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, in 2009, uh, he released an album called Dead Man's Bones as part of a band of the same name. Dead Man's Personality. The, Dead uh... Man's <laughs> he looks like a dead man. Uh, I've got Naomi Campbell in there, but she's not recent, so let's forget about her. But she she's not an actress. Apparently, yeah. it flopped as well. Um, it got to like number seventy-five in the UK charts. <laughs> um, but the one that's close to my heart, because I'm oh. a huge fan, Mark will appreciate this one as well. Ricky Gervais. Did you know he had a band? Or is it, well, was he it a band? That. Something freeway was wasn't that easy? Oh no 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 no! Song? Like years yeah. ago, nineteen eighty two. This is um, mm. him and his mate. They formed a band, uh, a new wave group. Mm. Um, Siona Dancing, who I'd heard him talk about years ago, and yeah, they released a couple of singles. So they didn't release an album. They released a couple of singles, neither of which took off. So they decided to call it a day. However, one of them was huge in the Philippines. Don't know yeah, why, but yeah, there well, you go. Maybe may um, legend. We are twin. Will be huge in the Philippines. Yeah, that's what we. Yeah. We have to call on that market. I think, yeah. isn't Who, it, I think. That's the biggest shock. 
James and Matt from This Week in Metropolis, the podcast and the extraordinaires created their own song. So we're going to be, you know, the ones that you never knew about. Massive. PJ, this is a great one from Chris. <laughs> PJ and Duncan, surely can't. That's a fair point because they were actors and then, well, actors, and then they sort of released that. And they had a successful career, didn't they, in, in music? Love it or hate it. Yeah. yeah. Come on, let's get ready to rumble. That's, that's never going to die, is it, really? It's, um, it, it, it's always, you know, uh, gets, yeah. gets the people going. Exactly. Provocative. Any, any more so, you got? Newer ones that I've got. Michael Sarah. Famous comedy actor. He's released a couple of albums. I've I've listened to those. Pretty good. Like indie stuff. Quite nice. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have... I, I just... Uh, his voice is... is very... Um, how would <laughs> I describe his voice? <laughs> well, no, it's just very... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, that's how he sings. Yeah, no, it, it was good. It was good stuff. I, I, I it was pleasant. Let, let's say. Okay. And the other one who you you will know from a film that we've both recently seen, a gentleman called Joe Keery, who was in um, Free Guy um, recently. The 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 other half of the sort of developers, the the gentleman, right? Brown, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The one opposite um, Jodie Comer. Yeah, that's it. He yeah. he releases yeah. music. He's probably more well known to most people from Stranger Things. He plays Steve in Stranger Things. Um, he releases a music under name of I don't really know how you pronounce it. It's DJ O, Joe, um, maybe. <laughs> Joe. But again, or Joe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Joe, really good. I listened to his album and he's really really good stuff. And that and that again is sort of like um lo-fi sort of indie stuff yeah that's your really. sort of stuff though isn't it lo-fi you like all that stuff yeah exactly but i think it was clear the, the genre the, the the thing i read that they classed it was bedroom pop there we go oh that's it well we've had a few sent in here uh we've got phil from phil's nerdyverse again go and check out his stuff whenever he puts up his videos i know he posted one actually i want to say over the weekend He's got a new video, but he's um, he's trying to make it more frequent, I know. The Little Girl from the Grinch movie. Uh, really? I think the band was called Pretty Reckless. That's one to check out. This one, this is his next one that he said, is one I'm actually familiar with as well. Giles from Buffy had a band for a bit. I remember that because I'm sure I saw him on something playing with his band, like a, a chat show or whatever. So, mm. um, interesting one. And Chris has come in with a classic... William Shatner. Um, again, I saw <laughs> that in the list. I saw that in the list of people. There were so many people on this list as well. Some that yeah. you'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe they've done that. Um, so we'll have to um, get some other names and we'll, we'll share them with people and uh, we'll send some pictures out. We'll post some pictures of random... I, I want to hear actors. William Shatner doing common people because that, that just sounds legendary. Doesn't sound like it should should work, but um, but yeah. My God, I bet it does. Yeah, I'm good. So uh, interesting. Well, um, that's we'll we'll keep listening out for them. We'll 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 share them with you. Maybe we should just start trying to make these people big again in the music world yeah. rather than their acting world. Maybe we'll just create a podcast then, 
actors that sing. But one we've completely missed. So just to just to finish on this, one that I completely overlooked, massive one. Like this, you know, probably the biggest and possibly one of the most successful in terms of a music career as well. And you could kick yourself when I say this, Jack Black. Oh, oh, so yeah, but that's that's no surprise, is it? I mean, if we're talking yeah, about, yeah, but he was an actor, and then he he had tenacious D, didn't he? So you know, it's... well, I, I I don't know which order he'd done it in. Mm. That's the question. Do you? No, I've no idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> My research did not go that far. Uh, yeah, but in both fields, he's incredible. Tenacious yeah, D, like awesome. Mm. Um, and so is he. So you know. It's... And so is he. And I mean, if you get a chance, go and watch his TikToks. His TikTok videos are incredible. Yeah. Um, you will find yourself lost for days looking at them. James um, says from experience. Yes, um, which I'll probably end up doing over the next couple of days uh, while I'm looking after my daughter. Um, looking after. <laughs> um, well, this has been our first live, Matt. We've, um, we're coming up for an hour. Um, have you got anything to tell the listeners and the viewers? Thank you so much. Um, thank you for everyone that's joined this evening. Thanks so much. It's been an absolute blast. Um, and as Jane said at the beginning of the show, it's normally uh, the two of us sitting in our rooms, um, bedrooms. rambling away to each other. So <clears throat> it is so cool having that interaction. And thank you to everyone that's um, taken time to to check it out. The, this episode will be available everywhere it normally is. Um, so, of course, you can still listen on Amazon and iTunes and Spotify and all of those other places. And that we put it as well as YouTube. Um, so, yeah. And don't forget, this is the most important thing. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to quickly put it up on the screen because Mark said it earlier. He is currently listening to I Am Matt Healy. I hope that's not the first time that he's listened to it because it's been out since episode one um, yeah. of this new series. Um, but if you get a chance, go and check out our song. We made a song yeah. live on... Well, it went live. I mean, it was live. Well, it was live when we did it. Yeah, um, but we made we made a song. We're we're like a we're like a, a band. Now. Super great. So, um, yeah. so again, check that out. Thank you to everyone who's um, joined us. As Matt said, Chris enjoyed the in, enjoyed that. Stay safe. Thank you. Um, much appreciated. Um, yeah, make sure you um, follow us next week. We won't be live next week because. Um, we're busy guys. We're busy guys. We've got things to do. Um, but we will do another live one soon. Um, but until then, goodbye. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we did. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. Yeah, and you can also follow us on all social media. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok.